Attention, you're listening to the Todd Huff Radio Show, America's home for conservative, not bitter talk radio. Be advised that the content of this program has been documented to prevent and even cure liberalism, and listening may cause you to lean to the right. Here's your conservative, but not bitter host, Todd Hoff. All right, my friends, when I left you yesterday, well, sometime during the program yesterday, I referenced something that I had seen in the news, something I had seen in the news that uh, in a couple of places, and I read the stories and so forth, um, or parts of a couple of the stories or whatever, and I had referenced something that turns out to maybe not be exactly exactly what we were told that it was. And I want to clarify that today. In fact, I want to use it as a launching point to get in to a larger discussion, a larger discussion that illustrates that it's all fake. Nothing. Nothing is real. Nothing is real that we're being told uh, by the radical left. Their worldview, their ideology, their policies, their politics, it's all fake. It's all smoke and mirrors. It's why I call the Democrats the Dramacrats. It is a performance. It is a stage. They view themselves truly as performers. The media views itself as a entity, as a group of people, as a, well, I guess, well, I don't know if they, I guess you could say a series of, or a team of individuals who are designed to help you interpret what you see on the stage so that you know what decisions to make in your personal life, especially when you go to vote. But it's all, it's all fake. There's nothing real. You know, I, one of the things, well, actually the mission of this program, of course, is to, well, so there's a couple of things that the way I look at it. Number one, our mission is to help people hear and receive truth. I think truth is lacking in this world. I think that there is a longing, an appetite for truth around this country, around the world. And again, this is that's not to say that I've got it all figured out. I do not have it figured out, my friends. I know if you listen to this program every day, you might think, wow, that guy... That guy's got it figured out. You know, I throw stuff like that in there for the leftists who are listening, who are so easily, easily, I guess, agitated and offended. But but I don't have it figured out, right? I don't have it figured out, but I do know some things, core principles and concepts, and you do too, that are true. And those things that are true, we have to make sure that we communicate, defend, pass along those principles to the next generation. If we do not, we will have a culture, a nation, a government built upon lies and whatever whatever performance uh, we are subjected to by the Dramacrats or others as well. I got a message yesterday from someone on a social media channel asking why I don't go after the Republicans. Um, I think why I don't go after the Republicans end of uh, end of question question mark inserted there nothing 
not enough or just period. Why don't, well, question mark, why don't I? Why don't I do that? And I do that. I feel like I do that probably a lot more than, again, I don't listen. I don't listen to anything else. I tell you what I think. So I don't listen to other commentators, but I have listened to things in you know, my younger years, and I feel like I'm, I don't know, going after is not the way that I would say it, but I feel like anyone who stands in the way of truth, and there and there's different groups, right? There's people who simply are corrupt, and they and I'm not please. This is a massive problem. They they are there. They are almost um, just I, I guess the type of a heathen, someone who just lives to indulge himself or herself, um, and it's corrupt and it's wicked and it's bad. It's terrible. We have to eradicate folks like that. They are in both parties. They are in all levels of government. They are in all branches of government. They are in both parties of government. They are in all of the, you know, different uh, organizations or parts of the bureaucratic state that have letters, DHS, FBI, CIA, whatever, right? I mean, there, there are bad people in those, in those groups, corrupt people. And that goes for any, by the way, that goes for any any place, any group of people. That's why if a conservative gets busted for doing something bad, I don't automatically defend them because I don't I don't know. If they're guilty of the thing that they've been alleged to have done, then they should face the consequence of fairly, of course, due process and all that. That's where a lot of this is lacking. That's where, for, the, for example, the January 6th protesters rioters in some sense whatever the there's a again there's a there's a uh there's a spectrum of people who were doing bad things that needed to be prosecuted there were others that were there to protest and to voice their discontent and everything else and people want to paint with a broad brush and say that all those folks are insurrectionists and i say well, now just wait a minute wait wait a minute let's actually look at this case by case let's give people due process let's not lock them away, not formally charge them or just not give them due process or whatever. Let's actually do what we're supposed to do. And it doesn't ma- it does not matter to me. Democrat, can, you know, Republican, independent, Green Party member, it shouldn't matter. That's the whole premise. One of the one of the pillars of this of this country it is those sorts of things. Now as we've said before, the country did not always live up to those things historically, especially upon its foundation, well, upon its foundation with racism and, and slavery. Um, but the ideals are there, and we have come to a point to where minus corrupt individuals, the system itself has been has been fixed to be correct and true. And so there's an assault on truth. We try to help people hear and receive truth. Again, not that we have it all figured out, but we want to share those things that are true, pass those along to the next generation. That's what we want to do, proclaim those things. We also seek to do a couple of things on here stylistically. We want to educate, we want to entertain, and we want to energize. Now, one of the things that I think, and I was telling this uh, or having a conversation about this with one of my uh, a dear friend, and we were talking about this very thing. And I, I said, "Look, I think that one of the things that's lacking, especially when you when you look at the landscape, and you've got inflation, you've got open borders, you got 
by by the way, I you know that we are going through a lot of changes and things that are happening with the show. I'm broadcasting today a little bit earlier uh, than normal, and I I I've not yet seen Biden's uh, Biden's speech yesterday. So just I'm not even going to talk about that today. So. I am that that's I want to focus on these things that I'm talking about here. These are kind of I don't know, bigger picture things that I think tie together with what we're up against and how we have to fight back against it. And one side wants to promote falsehoods and lies and deception and it's fake. It's all fake. It's built upon as the Bible would say the sinking sand. It's not built upon the foundations of truth. We are subjected to a narrative and a story and a performance. That is what we are subjected to. And what am I referencing? I'm referencing this, these stories yesterday that said 17 Democrats were arrested while blocking traffic while protesting out in front of the Supreme Court in Washington, D.C. Protesting, of course, they're pro-abortion folks, people like AOC, uh, people like Elon Omar, uh, and other other radicals. There's a list of them. I'm not going to go through all of them. Um, but it, it was a performance. It was a staged performance. It is, again, why I call them Dramacrats. It was not real. And at the end of yesterday's program, or somewhere in that program, I referenced this, and I just wanted to come back to it to clarify that what I told you yesterday, I don't know that's, I don't know if I still know the truth today, because I, I said... Democrats were apparently arrested or something along this line. You can go and listen to yesterday's program. That's the beauty of our system. You can go to the website, and you can listen to what I said so you know what I'm talking about here um, if you want to hear exactly how I framed it and whatever else. But I was really just mentioning it in passing as we were talking about other issues yesterday. So the truth of the matter as to what happened with the radical leftists on Tuesday that were staging these abortion protests is much, much more complicated, apparently, because they said that they were arrested. Now, this is interesting to me because I <laughs> I don't know if they were arrested. There's pictures of law enforcement, of Capitol Police. There are tweets from the Capitol police department saying, I believe it says that people were arrested. I I don't really know if that's what happened. I don't want to say that the tweet is a lie. Now, definitely, if the, if the Dramacrats are tweeting it, I believe that it's probably not true, or it's at least intentionally misleading and deceptive. So, but, so what happened is they're protesting. They want, <laughs> there, there's, there's a part of me that well, I just have to tell you this. They want you to believe that they are being arrested for standing up for women's rights. That's what they want you to believe. And there are some low-information voters out there that will believe this. In fact, I'm looking at a tweet from Corey Bush. I actually tweeted this out yesterday if you want to see it. And she's got a picture. Who else in this? This looks like Ayanna Presley, um, Elon Omar, AOC's in here, of course. Um... Not sure who that. There's one other 
Corey Bush, of course, is in there, and, and another uh, representative that the name will... Rashida Tlaib, I believe, is who that is. Anyway, they're all holding the fists up in the air. Um, and this is what the tweet says. The Supreme Court will not stop us, even though they arrested us. Now, it, <laughs> the Supreme Court didn't arrest anybody. Now, you can say, well, that's not exactly what she meant. I don't know if that's what she meant. I don't know. The, these, these people that I just named and others, folks, whatever amount of deception you believe exists in that group of people, as far as their ideology, their worldview, their tactics, whatever amount of deception and drama and misrepresentation of reality the cult of personality, that's that's what these folks are. They, they, they well, there's a lot of tech, uh, tactics and techniques that they use. But at the end of the day, it's there are a whole host of things they do to try to get people to go along with their movement without really presenting their movement, their ideas, their policies, their position, their worldview accurately and straightforward. It's always through this, well, through their being dramacrats. And so I would contend, I would be, my instincts are that she wrote that tweet or her people wrote this tweet in such a way as to make it sound like the Supreme Court was actually out there saying, look, it's as though part of me believes that they want you to think that Kavanaugh and Thomas and Amy Coney Barrett and Neil Gorsuch and, uh, well, John Roberts potentially say, hey, look, we've had enough of this. We've had, they're out there protesting. You know, they shouldn't challenge our, our ruling to overturn Roe v. Wade. Just go arrest them. There's a part of me that thinks that that's what they want the low-information voter to think. They want them to think that this is an all-out war on the rights of women to the point where constitutional rights are even taken away. Now, I can't say that with definitiveness, I'm going to be fair here, but I think that, that they would be happy if, knowing what I know about these folks, I think they would be happy with you taking that particular perspective on this issue. But her tweet continues, even though they arrested us, we won't stop organizing. We won't start, uh, excuse me, stop our organizing, agitating and legislating for justice. To which I, of course, added, don't forget performing. That's really the biggest part of this. This is the performance. And then they end the tweet by saying, we got us. And, of course, the picture of them holding up the fists of solidarity, saying we're here to fight for the rights of women. The Supreme Court's out here arresting us. That was, that's what they want us to think. And we also saw pictures, and this is what I want to get to, pictures of what appeared to be AOC... And others, I don't remember. I think Elon Omar in in handcuffs, and I know AOC. I don't. I don't think any of them were handcuffed, but they posed in such a way, my friends. Look this up. I'll in fact, I'll post this on our um, our community if you want to see the pictures. But this was designed to make you think they were arrested for protesting what the Supreme Court did and standing up for the rights of women to, in their worldview, and their belief system, and their ideology, what have you, um, whether or not they actually believe this or not, I, 
that's another discussion for another day. But they want to rile people up who say the supreme who believe they want to they want to cause this uh, emotional response. They want people focused on this deceit, candidly, this lie, which is the Supreme Court has taken over the right of women to have bodily autonomy. That's what they want you to think. And they're out there fighting it. The Supreme Court's telling the police to go arrest them. That is not what happened. It is not what it seems. And what's interesting is you don't have to even scratch far below the surface to find out just how big of a lie this is. But folks, I'm telling you, folks just want to believe this. Not you, of course. And if you're a leftist tuned in, look, you can be pro-choice, whatever, I've, you know, I, I think that's terrible. I'm not defending that or anything like that to the pro-life crowd listening to me. But we can have discussions on these things. But surely to goodness, surely to goodness, we should agree that truth matters, that truth matters absolutely, and that we should not be making political choices based upon deceit, performances, political theater, and honestly, bad political theater at that. So, all that being said, timeout is in order. I want to go through this today, but again, the general message of what I'm talking about today is it's all fake. Everything the left stands for tells you they believe. It's all a performance. It's all an act. It's all part of how they view their role. They're on stage. The media is telling people how to interpret what's happening on stage so that the audience, and that's the rest of us, actually believes and comes to the conclusions that the media and the radical left want us to take or come you know, to reach because, because it means more power, more authority, more government, whether it's with the climate change stuff, whether it's with, take your pick, right? Whether it's with COVID tyranny, whatever it is, they believe they are smarter and better than you and than me. They need to be making the decisions for everybody. The rest of us and their opinions should Sit down, shut up, and simply watch the performance and be mesmerized by the, um, well, by what we're about to see, by the beauty of their interpretive dance, so to speak, by the beauty of their play, by the beauty of the story they are painting, their truth, and all this sort of modern-day gibberish and nonsense being unveiled before our very eyes. So, timeouts in order long in this segment, my friends. Sit tight. Listen to Conservative Not Better Talk. I'm your host, Todd Huff, back in mere minutes. Welcome back, my friends. I think I said, well, if you want to see any of these things, of course, we're on the radio, on the podcast, whether you're listening on Freedom 95, Red State Talk Radio, or our podcast, um, you can't see the things, the videos and so forth, the pictures that I'm referencing. If you want to see those, you can go to our community page, community.toddhuffshow.com, and you can see some of these, well, you can see the tweet from Corey Bush. You can see what I want to talk about next, which is AOC... AOC pretending to be in handcuffs as she was ushered away from the scene of, do I call it protest? Do I call it the scene of the crime? <laughs> do I, uh, technically, so let's talk about that really quickly too. 
they would be content with the low information type voter believing that they were arrested for standing up to the Supreme Court, voicing their displeasure, you know, voicing their belief that the Supreme Court has stripped women of constitutional rights in 2022. They would be happy with you thinking that the Supreme Court, probably Clarence Thomas, or did I leave Alito out when I mentioned Supreme Court justices earlier? Whatever the six, the, the five conservatives plus Roberts um, on the court, they wanted to believe those folks got together, and probably Thomas, who they hate the most, said, you know what, let's just arrest these people. That's what they want you to think. I'm telling you, this is they're happy with this. Because remember, we're in an election season. Remember, they have burnt this country metaphorically to the ground. Actually, maybe sometimes more than just metaphorically. They have destroyed this economy. They have blown inflation up to 40-year highs. There were more there were more encounters along the southern border last month I think it was than in American history ever. Now, someone might be inclined to say, well, man, great, we're actually stopping the people. No, you know what that means? It means we know that we stop a certain percentage of people pretty consistently every month. And so it's not that our percentages of stopping people went up. It means that we're stopping more people because the ratio of the people we stop crossing the border illegally remains relatively consistent I don't want to say fixed, but you know, there's there's a range. I mean, there's there's a range of the percentage of people we we're stopping, and so when we're stopping more people, that actually means more are getting across, unless you actually, I don't know, literally secure the border, you know, prevent anyone from crossing, um, you know, just simply whenever they feel like it, finish building the wall. And I know some folks hate hate that. And I'm not saying that there's no, you know, downside or whatever to to these sorts of things. I mean, think about the people that live down there, but you also have to think a lot of these folks want to see people stop going through their property and putting their families at risk. And again, that doesn't mean that every person crossing, I know why. I understand why people want to be here. I'm not a person who thinks this country is terrible as these leftists do. The leftists, if you take their logic and rhetoric, no one would want to come here based upon how they talk about this country. But people do want to come here because people see this country in general as I see this country, which is a phenomenal place. It's a phenomenal place. So I understand why people want to come here. But And not everybody that comes here is you know wants to be... No. Crossing the border illegally is a crime, but they're not all violent criminals. That's not at all the case, but certainly some are. I mean, there's <laughs> we act as though, not you, but the government act as though, the left acts as though that if you say that, oh, it's got to be because of racism. I mean, it's just stupid stuff. I mean, it, what whoever's crossing down there illegally, there is going to statistically be bad people. This is just, it's, it's mind-numbing that we have to stay you know, in, in that particular part of the discussion. And that's, some people never get out of that part. They get captivated by that and they think, well, I can't say anything about it because it's immoral or, you know, I'm, I'm being racist if I say, no. Of course our country should have a concern of stopping people. But these are, these are things that are all happening on the Democrats' watch. All of it. So they don't want the issue, the decisions about 
the 2022 midterms to be about these things. What they want it to be about is anything else. They want it to be either about abortion because they think they can make it about Republicans trying to make women not have any control over their bodies. They want to make it about gay marriage, which they try to, uh, to, to codify that. And in the event, meaning they try to pass a federal gay marriage bill, um, in the event that the Supreme Court overturns the gay marriage decision, which would then, if there's nothing there, then gay marriage would be whatever it was prior uh, to that, and there was no federal legislation, so it would, it would be, it wouldn't exist. And so they're trying to do that, and they're trying to make that the law of the land. Of course, they can do things in the House, but not the Senate in most cases, in many cases. And so they get a vote on this, and Republicans, 140-some vote against it, against a gay marriage law. And so they say these Republicans are against love or whatever it is, whatever, which of course is not, <laughs> is not the truth, but it doesn't, it doesn't matter because to the left, nothing is real. What they want is what they want. They don't tell you why they really want it. The godless radical left wants a world, I'm telling you, they want a world where they're, we've basically obliterated any sense of morality, right or wrong, absolute truth, because then I maintain, and I believe this, I believe that they are so internally convicted by their conscience and, dare I say, by the uh, by God himself of the things that, that they are doing and the things that they are trying to say are good and wholesome and true. They, they have those convictions internally, and those convictions bother them so much that they can't stomach the idea of having to hear that externally as well. And so they want to shut anyone up from having any opinion any opinion that some behavior that they engage in is not is not healthy or good. In fact, sometimes it's evil. They don't they don't want that. They don't like that. They think freedom means not having to to you know just to, to be whoever I am, to do whatever I want. And and that is a license for look, in general, folks, yes, we absolutely have the right to live as we choose to live. But it doesn't mean that if we make bad and immoral choices, that everyone around us has to accept that the choices we made were good and moral. They don't have to accept that, right? I mean, and and that's really to that's really what I think this is about. It's really about it's about a lot of things, but it's about moral equivocation more than potentially anything, because they they don't like existing in a world. Where they have to, where, where they feel they will be accountable for the things that they know that they're doing that are wrong, right? I mean, I would, I would say there's a lot of people in the pro-choice community that that know this. That's why they want to, they want to distort the conversation. I am open to hearing things and learning things and understanding arguments and all this, but don't simply attack me. Don't malign me. Don't tell me I'm a liar as some idiot on Twitter <laughs> recently did, who knows nothing about me. When I said nothing is real to the left does, his response is that I lie about everything. Even when I tweet, even when I tweet the pictures of AOC pretending to be in handcuffs, I'm the liar. The same AOC we're talking about the border as we're, you know, we're talking about several issues at, at, at a time here, but 
Remember when she went to the border and did the photo shoot, the staged, fake, made-up photo shoot where she was pretending to cry outside of cages with children in them? Do you remember this? That was, I mean, folks, they are not AOC, uh, Corey Bush, Ayanna Presley, um, uh, Elon Omar. I'm always forgetting. There's another one that's around the tip of my tongue, and I forgot her name earlier. But these folks should not be taken seriously. They should be taken seriously in the sense that they, Rashida Tlaib's the other one. They should be taken in a seriously in a sense that they are dangerous. But they should not be taken seriously when we see performances like this because they pretend. They pretend to be in handcuffs. They then go take selfies with police. Folks, there's pictures of this. I I don't know what to t- It is fake. It is not real. It is not anything what the media tells you. And it is the entire way that they build their political machine. It's predicated and built upon deceit, deception, lies, distortions of truth. In fact, the absolute rejection of truth, which of course, as I've said before, is ironic at least, given that saying there is no truth is a true statement in and of itself, proving that truth is a thing. But nonetheless, none of that matters because nothing is real. They hate truth. They hate good. They hate freedom. They love power. They love authority. They love lording it over people. And they are dangerous. And it's not just them. I want to be clear. But this is the the example and the case at hand. So, timeouts in order. Be back in a minute, my friends. Welcome back, my friends. Going through just how nothing is real. Nothing is real. Well, first of all, yes, things are real in our lives you experience well for example you have real pain when you go to the gas pump right i mean that is something that was really brought to you courtesy of the radical left and the people that love to spend and spend and spend in our government so there are certainly things that are real but what is not real is what we are being subjected to what we are being subjected to by the radical left, what we're being subjected to by the January 6th commission, which, by the way, I saw a breaking story. I think it was yesterday. So many things, again, vying for attention here. Paul Sperry of the... Where is he? Paul Sperry is with... uh, is a columnist for the New York Post. Um, He's an author. Anyway, tweeted out... um, on, I guess it would have been two days ago on Tuesday. Democrats are plotting to try to exclude Trump from holding public office again, preventing him from even appearing on state ballots by invoking Section 3 of the 14th Amendment for allegedly, quote, engaging in insurrection. Why Dems keep describing January 6th as insurrection. Yes, that was the plan all along. That was the hope. It's a little bit of a, maybe a pipe dream, but that's, if they can keep him off the ballot, because again, they know... They know that now that some of the some of the things that have happened and things people have learned over the past couple of years have opened them up to massive vulnerabilities. And if President Trump decides to run again, I mean he is think whatever you will about Trump. This is this is just I you can have an whatever opinion you wish. 
but no one is going to be better at ripping the mask off of the the beast off of the government off of this all this stuff we're just touching on a few of them today from the border to immigrate i mean to inflation to election integrity to all this stuff all these things anyway they want to keep him off the ballot so again nothing's real it's not the performance is the performance the media is trying to shape the narrative and, and act outraged and act as though this is an open and shut case. Why is Trump not in prison? That's the performance. And then, of course, that's that part of it is the uh, kind of they're the mediator. They're there to explain it to the low information voter to say, hey, this is how this is how you uh, this is obvious. Trump should never be allowed to be president again. And that's and that's the objective is to stop it if they can or harm him if they can't either way. It's a political, uh, it's 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 a campaign, and and same is true with what we saw. I guess it would have been uh, Tuesday with the protests, uh, pro-abortion protests led by many of these Democratic uh, Congress women. So again, it's the performance, it's the staging of the, it's it's just the act, it's the the play, it's the. Uh, it's it's their dramacrat performance. It's exactly what it is. And so they want you to believe that they were arrested for protesting. They were not. They were arrested. And I don't even know if they were arrested. They were, quote-unquote, arrested for stopping traffic. Police are escorting them out of the streets peacefully. You know, everybody's fine. There's not some violent exchange, which, again, that's something else. I mean, how they want you to think about law enforcement they surprised that no one has claimed yet, to my knowledge, to have been beaten by law enforcement. But they're peaceably escorted off of the off of the streets. They put their hands, at least AOC did, and I think I think Ilan Omar did too. There's just some videos floating around out there. Again, we've got them in our uh, our stack of stuff. If you want to see it, community.tothaveshow.com. But they put their hands behind their back like they're cuffed as police are gently holding their arm, walking them out of the street. AOC decides that she's pretending to have her hands cuffed to hold up a fist and then to put the hand back behind her back. And when I say it's bad political performance, a bad political theater, that's what I mean. And so that's what happened. Then then the best part, that's why I, say I don't even know if they were really arrested. These are misdemeanors. I think I saw you can be in jail for 90 days for these misdemeanors. Um, and there's a small fine, which, of course, we know how much AOC complains about what she makes in Congress in her student loan bill. Uh, so she probably shouldn't have been out there risking the fine. But anyhow, AOC, all these other performers, that's what they are. They're performers. They're, uh, they're sophists. They are designed to play a part to, to make us believe something that's not true, to further a narrative, to keep us away from real truth and real solutions and real problems. Anyway, so she, in addition to that, when when law enforcement escorts them off of the streets, they actually walk over, and there's pictures of this too. I've I've retweeted it and I've put it on our show notes. But there are there's a picture, and this was tweeted out by a CNN reporter. Picture there's a picture of these congresswomen getting their pictures taken with the officer. And the tweet said something like, in lieu of mugshots, they took selfies with police officers. 
So I don't even know if they were technically really arrested. They might, the, the tweet from the Capitol Police said that they were. But again, folks, I mean, we are deceived. We, we are lied to and misled. So I don't know what to believe anymore. I don't. I'm not outright saying it's a lie, but it does seem weird that everything was designed to make it look like they were arrested. Right? But then they go over and take selfies. I mean, does that happen? When, when does that happen in normal life? You get... You get arrested, really arrested, probably. I mean, I don't, can you get, I feel like when you're arrested, I don't, maybe someone in law enforcement can tell me, but if you're arrested, aren't you, is there ever a case you're not in cuffs? I, I just, I don't, maybe not. I, it seems to me that you are. Um, and then you're, you would be taken in, right? And then you, if you're arrested, um, aren't, aren't you then, isn't there a mugshot? Why are you allowed to pretend that you have handcuffs on, then walked over to <laughs> to a group of people that are taking selfies with you with other officers? What in the world is going on? It's all, it's all fake. It's a, At best, it's a fantasy world. At best, it's a fantasy world and everyone's just playing a game. At worst, it's one made-up lie designed to lead the American people away from truth, away from real solutions, away from writing, writing, actually making this nation, putting it back on the right track again. Just phenomenal stuff. It just the, just brazen, absolutely brazen. Timeouts in order, though, my friends. Sit tight. Back here in just a minute. <laughs> I've referenced the Capitol Police and their position and what they're telling us that happened Tuesday through these arrests. I mean, I'm skeptical. Again, I'm not. Again, I'm not trying to. I'm just telling you what I really think here, and I, I just don't know how to process this. Is none of this is normal? None of this that we've talked about today is normal. Pretending to have handcuffs on when escorted out by police. Why are you, is there a situation when you are arrested and not put in handcuffs? I, I just, I don't know. But the Capitol Police tweeted out on Tuesday, demonstrators are starting to block 1st Street Northeast. It is against the law to block traffic, so officers are going to give our standard three minute, standard three warnings before they start making arrests. I think they also had to clarify and say people were not being arrested for protesting. They were being arrested for obstructing traffic. I think I saw that tweet, um, that tweet as well. Let's see. And it says, it says they made a total of 35 arrests for crowding, obstructing, or uh, incommoding. That arrest includes 17 members of Congress. Anyway, I thought I thought somewhere it said something about yeah, they're, they're refusing to get out of the street, so that's when they're starting to make arrests. Anyway, just bizarre, bizarre stuff. And then the pictures, to take your pictures, a selfie with the police officer that just supposedly arrested you. I mean, that's from CNN, right? I Anyway, that's what's going on. Nothing is real, my friends. Back here in just a minute. You know, folks, not, not much time left. But as we've waded through these things today, reminded of... A truth here and it's something that we've hit on before i've seen i've seen things that kind of maybe echo this as well 
But truth does not mind being questioned. In fact, I think truth actually welcomes being questioned. Truth makes the questions are kind of the refining process by which we get to our understanding of what the total truth is. It is when something is a lie and deceptive that people don't like it being questioned. And the same is true for how we present solutions. People who present real solutions, who don't go through the stage of deceiving you and being sophists and so forth, as we talked about today on this program, those are the folks that we need to get behind. I know there's not nearly enough, my friends, but we should hold on to hope because Americans are waking up. I've got to go. SDGC tomorrow. Take care.